I am Nikos Balboa and this is Balboa Park. I am a trans man, Italian, living in France, and I'm a mom because I have a teen daughter. I've been living in France for more than 20 years and I'm a tattoo artist and I do graphic novels in Italy, in France. And in this podcast, I want to talk about the creative process. Hello, everyone. Episode 6. Can you believe it? Every time, every week, I can't believe it that I'm still recording another episode. Sorry if I've missed last week's episode because I was in a ADHD anxiety paralysis that I'm going to talk about in this episode and why I got this anxiety and ADHD paralysis. Well, I got this the days prior to my trip to the Lucas Comic Convention, which is called Luca Comics and Games, and it's been going on since 1965. Yes, it's a very old comic festival in Italy. Luca Comics and Games, I'm reading from Wikipedia, is an annual comic book and gaming convention in Lucca, Italy, traditionally held on the end of October, well, this time was beginning of November, in conjunction with the All Saints Day. It is the largest comics festival in Europe and the second biggest in the world after the Comicette. OMG. Can you believe that my book was nominated for this festival? My book was nominated and uh, therefore my publisher asked me to be there present at the comic festivals. Um, during this past months, I'm experiencing more and more anxiety when I travel. Because I have ADHD and because I live in a very small town in France, in La Rochelle, traveling, it's always very difficult and very exhausting because since I live in this small town, I probably never had a direct flight or a direct train to the destination. So I always have to take at least two trains or one bus, one train, one airplane, or, and I don't have a car, so all the steps that lead me to the final destination are full of anxiety for a person as me that got easily time-blinded or also that has anxiety about luggage and missing a connection. And since my gender transition and since I still didn't have papers that are like up to date with my new presenting identity, I got a lot of stress also related for my papers, the, the papers control. And I had this very not funny incident last summer with the um, French police at the border from going to the UK to catch a flight and 
it was very difficult because the person on the paper is not the person they had in front of them. Uh, despite using, it was the a passport which is biometric. Anyway, this is another story for maybe another time. So I got so stressed prior to going and also with the, the pressure about having my book nominated and feeling that I would like to have my book to win, but also telling myself uh, you will never win, it's impossible. We live in a moment where, like, people talk about manifesting and positivity, and so I was like, OMG, I don't have the right mindset, I don't have the right energy, I don't have the right positivity, so I will never win because I'm not putting into it like the manifesting visualization and things like this. So I got so stressed, I got so paralyzed that uh, I couldn't actually performing very well in life uh, <laughs> and especially uh, in recording my podcast. But this also went on stopping my graphic journaling practice and the things I was saying to me while I couldn't take myself to the drawing table to draw my graphic journal were things such mm, I can't draw because I don't have the right sketchbook or I don't have the right pens or uh, also the evergreen my works don't matter, so why bothering drawing? So it was a very stressing week last week until the day on Wednesday I took the, the train and then the airplane to the city of Pisa and from there a taxi, a cab to go to Lucca. And when I arrived, I started to how do you say, to chill, to relax. i meeting with people in my, at my publisher, uh, my publisher Igort, which is also like a sort of mentor and knew, knowing and meeting new authors for the first time live, all people I read or all people are, sort of people that I maybe exchange mail before this moment and it was a, a very cool moment because as I often think and maybe say, I don't remember if I already said it in the podcast, but I guess that the only thing that can, at least me, can get me out of the paralysis, out of the stress and the anxiety is a meaningful human interaction when I get to get off my head, get off my overthinking and just land in my body and meet people and see that it's very nice to connect with other human beings. Anyway, the day after I arrived, I spent my whole day in the publisher booth at the convention, uh, signing books. I often don't have a lot of people coming to get the, my book signed. Often the people who come to the convention to get my book signed are people who are following 
my work on social media or anyway on other platform maybe one of you who is taking the time to listen to my podcast is one of them because as i always say they i always have a circle of very cool nice people who like my work and support my work but when i'm at the convention it's not very often that people see my works and say wow i want to buy it mm, maybe it's like 20% of the people who pass by my book without knowing the content without knowing me that stop by and buy it and ask for a signing um, anyway that day for it was last thursday i spent the day stressed and then i was desperate in anxiety and so i pick up my graphic journal and i started one exercise that always 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 get me go back to my body which is self a self portrait in which i draw my face i feel and all the rest of my face my hair my head my neck my shoulder and all the body but i can draw only what i feel in my body so it's a it's a sort of mindful exercise connected to a drawing exercise because if i feel it i can draw it and so i scan through all my body while drawing it and when i finished i start scanning the inside of my body i mean i start to look for and notice all the different emotion and sensation and tightness in my body in my belly in my chest and everywhere and when i feel the sensation i observe it and feel it and also draw it on paper so maybe i had um i have this feeling it's like a tightness in my chest but what's the color what's the shape and so ag again while i feel i also draw and this is some kind of basic exercise we do in the graphic journaling club in, in the class i give on, on zoom and this is all, always 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 a very good exercise if you are experiencing anxiety self portrait of yourself by scanning through your body and self portrait of the emotion you feel and i will probably put the, also the image of this self portrait in my substack page uh this is where i post and archive all the episode of the balboa park even if maybe you are listening to the podcast from spotify or apple or audible or i, I don't know which other uh, platform but you know that if you want to see this drawing drawing i am going to put it in my substack anyway i was there and then i was seated like in the theater uh, where the award ceremony would happen there will be um, one person that worked at the, my my publi publisher eduardo hi if you're listening to this <laughs> and he started recognizing all the the comic artist and he said look there this is don rosa the disney drawer and then look 
he's Jim Lee. And then there were Frank Miller. And, and, and I was like, OMG, Ooh, how is it possible that all those legends are here in the same place as me? And it was like amazing. And I was especially happy to see Frank Miller and Jim Lee because I, they are some people that uh, formed my, my teenage years. And then also Joe Manganiello arrived with his wife and his dog and got a very cute chihuahua dog. And he was there seated with his dog on his laps. And I was like totally crazy because if, like, if there is like, like my top three of hot guys, my favorite, I guess that in the top three there is Joe Manganiello. So I was like totally crazy. And I, I was seated near to this um, Italian uh, comic artist. Her name is Sonno, uh, Michela. And I, I was crazy and I would say to her, OMG, Joe Manganiello. I have, I go, I have to, to do something. And she said, okay, go there and talk to him. And I was like, no, no, it's impossible. I'm too shy. Anyway, this, the ceremony, there were ceremonies started and, uh, long story short, um, my book won the prize of book of the year. I try to keep calm while I say this, but I feel like a little bit shaky and my palms, uh, the palms of my hands are like getting wet. Uh, this award, it's like, it's a Yellow Kid Award. Award. Yellow Kid is, a, is an um, American character um, from a comic strip um, that appeared from 1895 to 1898. And the Yellow Kid Awards are the Italian Comic Awards presented by the International Cartoonist Exhibition of, and distributed at the annual Italian Comic Book and Gaming Convention, Luca, Comics and Game, as I was saying. And so there were three Yellow Kid Awards to be, done, to be given. And the first one was for, I have to pause saying this because I, I get like I'm faint, I'm going to faint. So the first one was to, given to Frank Miller. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, and the, the award was the award of Master of Comics and is um, an award that when you receive it, well, your self-portrait, the self-portrait that you being, you will do, it will be, will be exposed at the Uffizi Gallery in Florence. I mean, and the second one was a book of the year and it was Transformer, my book. And the third one was, was given to Silvia Zicche, which is an Italian comic artist. And she re received the prize as author of the year. And I'm like, I feel very emotional telling, the, telling this because like Frank Miller, okay, you know, no, no explanation needed. And Silvia Zicche was like, when I was a, teenager I always buy this like all my 
junior and junior I years, I used to buy this planner which has all sorts of comics into it and there were those Sylvia Zicke comics and I was a a fan and I used to to copy those drawings and so being on the same podium of this Italian legend, it's like very cool. Anyway, I've discovered that I my book won the prize. At the same time, I confirm that I have this very huge imposter syndrome because I was like the same night, but also the, the, the day after and even today, after almost one week, I was like, okay, maybe I don't have to get so happy about this because Maybe they got a mistake and they will come to me and say, sorry, we miscounted the the jury votes and you have to give back the prize. And, And so I realized that I still can't manage to, to enjoy this. And I'm not saying I want to identify with the prize and telling myself, I'm a winner or something like this, but just like it's cool to to feel the joy and then move on to life as the same when I say we have to feel uncomfortable feeling and then move on into life. But strangely enough, I noticed that for me, noticing the good feeling is way more difficult. And it's fun because I always, always say that I don't have imposter syndrome. Every time some people I know would talk about this, I would I would say, ah, oh, no, I don't have imposter syndrome. I feel very confident in what I, in what I do. But during the, the years and the months and, and the weeks, the more I, I have worked on myself in therapy and also in observing, uh, the way I create and also in observing my life and my experience and my emotion with the help of the graphic journal, I realized that I was so identified with my imposter syndrome that I thought that it was my life, that it was the reality. Um, But now I, I also noticed that imposter syndrome is very different from being humble, from humility. Because imposter syndrome, it's fucking painful and and it stops you from living your life or living your career. We talked about this in maybe last episode, I don't remember. When we don't, or when I don't submit my work, because I can't stand the the refusal. Um, this is very entangled with the fact that I believe that I don't deserve anything to my through my work. Um, but humility, when like I'm grounded and then I'm connected with what is painful, but also with what is joyful, it happens sometimes. When I'm connected, I'm grounded and I create from a place of joy. Then at that that moment, I can also be humble because I'm connected and be humble 
means saying to ourselves there is always, always, always room for improvement. There is always the possibility that things don't go where we want them to go, but it's okay because we gave the best that we can. So being humble, I guess it's not painful. Humility is joyful, but um, imposter syndrome, it's like a pain in the ASS. <laughs> so I was stuck in my anxiety and paraly- paralyzed by ADHD, but I made the trip anyway, and I'm very happy to have done it because of the human connection with other artists and other situation. And But now that I'm back home since two days and I'm exhausted, and then yesterday I was so, so exhausted and I felt so bad, and I had a nap from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., and I was like so tired. And I also took a test, a COVID test, but actually I'm negative, but I'm like so exhausted. And as usual, I'm recording from my bed in my pajamas. I guess that when we go past what's difficult for our brain to do, it takes a long time to recover. And this is the reason that I've been slowing down my traveling and I've been slowing down in some works or or things like this because the more I observe my neurodivergence or anyway my ADHD and my high potential and all this stuff like I don't want to take medication I just maybe have made my life in a sort of way that I can manage more or less what I feel. And this is cool, but it's also exhausting, but it's also cool. And it's a circle of coolness and exhaustedness and coolness and exhaustedness. Anyway, one of the cool things also was I've met one very cool American writer, author, he was saying to me, oh, your work is very cool. Maybe you should think about translating some of those pages in English and try and find an American publisher and anyway, and other things. But it, it would be so cool. I would like dream about it so much. Even only having like my work published in English so that other people that can't read Italian or French, maybe they can read it. And also like being published, uh, I'm thinking about dreams publisher I have from overseas, like Canadian and American. But, But the joy of the dreaming about this, it's equal of the fear of refusal that arise at the same time. And so I've been wandering around my home in my pajamas, exhausted from the traveling and the weekend at the convention. But I'm also like thinking I should start working on translating a few pages of my book to propose it. And the only thought about this got me 
uh, get me into this like fear spiral. I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Because if you do it, then you can get a refusal. And if you get a refusal, the refusal is real. But if you don't propose, if you don't submit your work, well, you can still live the daydream of being translated in English. And, and it's quite fun. I'm, I'm, I'm telling this not because, yes, it's painful while you feel it and you live it, but it's also quite fun to, to observe from a little bit of above of myself those kind of pattern that my mind put in place to, to torture, to torture me. But I guess that as soon as we can see them, the torture get less painful. So maybe this is the reason I'm sharing this in my podcast, all this kind of stuff. I still don't know if I will take also tomorrow as a day off since I'm a little bit of sick and tired, but also a little bit of stress about my tattoo job because let's remember that my way of earning money is tattooing and it doesn't come all alone. It comes with preparing flash, posting picture, organizing my agenda, organizing my agenda, organizing the guest spot, and also being present at my tattoo parlor and all these kind of things. So it's time consuming and it's energy consuming. And it's also what I like to do. I like to do it a lot. But those days, I wish that I would have more free time, more paid time out of the tattooing, because coming back to France after Luca, I got the title for my next book, even if I had in mind a little bit already the theme. But I got the title, I got the image from the cover, and it's fun because I got this image from the cover. Maybe I will talk about this idea later. For now, it's too new to talk about this in, on social media or, or, or on, the, on the podcast. But it's fun because I always work in this way, like I have my ideas are, are boiling in the back of my mind and then in a moment one moment in time I got like yes it's it's this and so I got the idea of the title and then I was on, on the taxi that uh, were taking me to the Pisa airport from Lucca and I was as usual writing in my telephone notes all the ideas and like in a stream of consciousness I was like okay and this and this and this and that and then I got the idea the image of the cover and with the title and I was like yes and when I arrived in Pisa airport uh, since I was like whining that since before leaving to, to Luca. I was wanting that I didn't have the right sketchbook. I needed the right sketchbook to write my my book in it, uh, the, to take notes of the book. 
And when I was in the taxi, in the cab, and I thought about the title and the cover, the image, and then when I arrived in the airport, I saw the image in the sketchbook. They were together, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm buying the sketchbook with the image I want to, to put. Anyway, I'm, I, I want to keep it like mysterious for now, but... I guess it, it was a very cool, how do you call it, synchronicity, or maybe it was like destiny, or maybe it was like just the fate, or some random act that are not connected, but anyway, I felt it, it was like a sign, um, so I, I wish I would have more pain-free time to, to work on my new book. Um, maybe one day I should start submitting my work for residency, paid residency, some cool place in which I can go and stay and get paid all for writing and drawing my book. Anyway, anyway, again, I guess it's all for today. We talk about anxiety and ADHD paralysis and trying to make it any way and how much does it cost for people who are not like neurotypical to do things anyway by masking the condition of neurotypical EC, <laughs> I don't know, uh, masking some neurotypical condition comes with a price and this price is exhaustion. But luckily, Monday and Tuesday are my day off, so I'm taking the time to to settle and to rest and to record this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, you can find it in all the platform, uh, wherever. I guess I don't know if there is a way from those plat- platform to. To post a comment or a, or a question, but you know that if you look for for Nikos Balboa on Substack, there you will find all the archives to to the episode, and there is a easy way also to subscribe to be notified when you, the new episode is out. Maybe you can do you can subscribe also on other platform. Please do it, and also please maybe rate the episode or the podcast. This is a way in which the podcast can be visible. And if you feel like even more generous and you you want to give your contribution to give me the time to work on further episode or even my book, you can decide to subscribe to this content at uh, I guess it's eight dollars a month on Substack. Substack. Um, you can also decide to pay annually to pay a little bit less. Um, but this is up to you. For now, all the content is also free um, because I want everybody to enjoy it. But if you maybe if you if you can if it's not difficult for you 
maybe you can consider to become a paying subscriber on Substack. And if you want to get a tattoo, you must come to France for now in La Rochelle or in Paris. I will be in Paris at the end of November, at the end of this month. And if you want to give a graphic journal a try, you can come to my Patreon. There is a Patreon which is called Graphic Journal Club. Well, actually, it's Nikos Balboa's Graphic Journal Club. And there you can come to class. Class, it's $20, but for $20 a month, you will always have access to all the replay. And there is also an option in which maybe you want to come to class, but also have a one-on-one call with me if you want. And, and so for, uh, I guess, uh, $80 or something like this, you can come to class, have access to the reply, and have one hour call with me each month if you decide to, to do it. Um, in, in this call, we can talk about your creative process or we can talk about um, a way, the way we can win creative paralysis and, and, uh, and we can talk about starting a creative routine or maybe I can help you with other issue, artistic issues. Let me know. Anyway, you can go to my website, which is nikodsbalboastudio.com, and there you will have all the info. All There is so many menus and portfolios and infos and links. All you need to know is there if you are willing to look for it. I hope to talk to you next week. Enjoy the end of the end of this weekend, this week, and I love you. Thank you for listening up this point. Bye bye.